It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. As the music would let you know, it is a news episode. I, I might go back to this model of uh, an interview and news every week. I think I'm going to try and do that. News at the first of the week, get your week you know, set and started and ready and rolling and thinking about things. And then uh, later in the week, an interview. My friend, I won't say life friend, that makes it sound like life partner, which makes it sound <laughs> like that would be a completely different thing. But my friend, now for several years, Mr. Andrew Mayer, Mr. Mayer himself, joins us to co-host the news. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Now, are you technically the uh, the navigator? What is that? Is that a... So this is the, that's the Falcon, the, the Millennium Falcon. I thought there was more room in the Millennium Falcon. We're speaking, this of is course, just of... This is just a fake background. Yeah, we're speaking, yeah. of course, of the fake background that you cannot see unless you are a Patreon saint of the Cultural Hall. Consider doing so. Going to start doing some different things with uh, some of the money from the Patreon folks. Ooh, he's going to yeah. give it to me. Yep, <laughs> yep. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put the buckets of money, and I'm gonna have someone come take the buckets and give them to you. Okay. No, you'll... there'll be a, there'll be one penny in each bucket. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna actually start to see. Uh, hopefully, actually, hopefully not. Truthfully, because it will. It, I'm hoping to not do ads to people that already know about this thing. I'm hoping to do some advertisements to those who may be interested, but just not know where to find great commentary, news, and interviews. So, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've had a. Uh... Had a little bit of disappointment this weekend. Uh, so uh, we we've had tickets to the Elton John concert in uh, Houston oh, no. on November fourth since March, and I it has been the whole rigmarole of one of my friends. We all bought tickets. There was two of my friends, and he brought it. Was bringing his family and everything else, and and one of my friends backed out. So then we were able to get my nephews they wanted to buy the tickets and come stay with us and then go to the concert and my sister was going to come in and do that and what we found out yesterday it had been a few days old news but the, the wonderful story the astros got into the world series but what that means is yep minute Maid park is not available for mm -hmm. the elton john concert so it was canceled so very very disappointed however what it's turned into my other friend isn't coming anymore, but my nephews who bought their tickets on Spirit and their cancellation fees were just, they're like, we're coming anyway. We're yeah. going to still have fun. Yeah. So my my nieces from Houston are going to come stay with us that weekend. And I have two other nephews who may decide now that they're all going to be here to fly in. So we might have this niece-nephew weekend at our house. And I don't know, it'll be it'll be kind of fun. Is Is that fun? Oh, I think it will be fun. Okay. Okay. If it was if it was often and and like all the time and and regular no, I I think I'd get but you know, one time I haven't seen most of the most of them for very, very very much since I moved to Texas. And so having them all here, we're gonna be up way too late. Sure. I'm I'm probably after nine thirty, I'm gonna be like, you guys just do what yeah. you guys do. No, you won't. Um, you'll stay up too late and you'll regret every minute of it the next morning you'll love well, it that from night a sleep perspective yeah from, from a sleep, sleep perspective, perspective. Yeah. yeah but i'll enjoy and then i'm gonna do i'm excited i'm gonna do what my grandpa used to do he used to have a cousin's camping trip but it was basically just out at his well i used to call a farm but it was just a big property with a big garden mm -hmm. um and we'd all camp out on his lawn but every time we did that which was multiple times a year he would basically make as many pancakes Basically, the rule was you can. We, he will make as many pancakes as you want to eat, mm -hmm. but you have to eat all of the ones he gives you. So if you ask for three more, you're eating all three more. You know. And so. what do you sit there until you eat them? Yeah, and we just we would just we would we would um we would bet each other not bet but like we'd go to each other. Can you, can you eat some more? Yeah. And we would just keep going and going and going. So we're I'm going to do something like that. So yeah, goat them. You know what you should do? How long do you have? You have a couple of weeks, right? Uh yeah, the fourth yeah. You should get matching T-shirts and call it cousin camp and do it with K's. <laughs> Brother Kyle would love something like that. And it, cousin uh, yeah, camp for for uh one super tacky, you know, hilarious picture to remember. Because I'm I'm assuming since these cousins or these 
uh, nieces and nephews are uh, are coming from you know wherever and they're flying that they're at least of some age. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. all. Uh, I won't let the younger ones come. So it's all the the single age. Um, one of them is a senior in high school, but that's yeah. the youngest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you not married. Them. I have a nephew that's married that he's not. Invited. Yeah, not invited. Once you get married, you lose the privilege. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're out of cousin camp. You move on. You move into adult world. What's funny is is years ago, my cousins, when I was younger, my mom and my my aunts got together and they did that. Mm -hmm. They 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 they. My mom is a graphic designer, so she designed this logo called Just Cuz with a Z. Yeah, because they're close to the streets. That's right. And we would wear every year when we'd get together for these cousin things. Like we went to Lagoon one year, and of course we have. And they were because it was late 80s early 90s you know the neon colors yes. were still around even though they weren't as popular sure so so they were around and they could get the the t-shirts for cheap so we ended up with these neon colored just cuz shirts i'm and telling it, you this is a ridiculous and over the top and unnecessary investment but you find that design you visit your mom who's still uh you know a, a design person and say mom I want an adaptation to this for the 21st century. Get the kids, you know, t-shirt sizes and you get them done. Don't get the soft cotton. You're spending, you're spending too much for the joke at that point yep. and get bright neon shirts Just, for, for cousin camp. I should, look, one I should definitely see how, what the cost is. So it'd we'll, be like a hundred, 150 bucks. Yeah. But it would be fun. Yeah. And you know, Hey, we're saving the money on Elton John tickets. So. Yeah. See, it basically pays for itself. There you go. There you go. It's like I'm 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 gaining money. Yeah, yeah. And it and <laughs> and family, isn't it about time? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, this will be a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds like fun. It also sounds like a lot of work. I'm not sure it's something that I would do. I think I'd be like do- doors are closed, concerts canceled. Morning well, morning the loss of Elton John. Please had, had my my nephews not had the, you know, if they if they could have canceled their flights, that's exactly what I would have done. But then yeah. Then I pivoted and went the other way. Yep. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. So. Uh, question for you. Yeah. When we spoke last time, we talked about your pending surgery. Yeah. I can't recall. Do you have a date on the yeah. calendar? November 15th. Oh, geez. So we yeah. got to use you up as far as news go. Because exactly. we're not going to. We're not going to be hearing from Mr. Mayor. Unless it does his pre-recorded hear hymns. Yeah, I will do those. I was thinking, so we, the joke was yesterday that, you know, hey, we would do one this week if there was a Halloween one. And what's funny is, is I did, I thought that was just a joke. And then later on, I started, I'm like, is there a Halloween one? There is, there really wasn't one, but oh, I will, I, did I find don't know. Some, I did find some cool stories that we could do if I had the time to write them. So maybe next year for mm-hmm. Halloween, I'll, I'll get a good one. Um, One thing I did find that was really cool and this is something i didn't know because i always thought praise to the man was based off the scottish hymn scotland the brave you know and it wasn't ww phelps wrote it with another um english and it's it's kind of a melancholy kind of a i don't want to say spooky but it's more melancholy sad and i i should put a uh a link to the there's a, a guy who was singing it and it was, it was hauntingly beautiful, but very different. And it actually comes off just the change in music um, comes off with, I think more of what W.W. Phelps was meaning by when he wrote the song, as opposed to this anthem that some people feel like we're almost deifying Joseph Smith and putting him up that high. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a, that's a valid concern. Um, so much so that if you look at the original lyrics and the churches change them um, slightly, there the the language changes when you. Okay, you you, you, you know. have just tricked us into a hero of him. Oh, live. this is not. You have just not the tricked us into him, and they changed it, and this is the original, and then we underscore it with the hauntingly beautiful yeah. lyrics. You tricked me. Okay, I tricked you, but I didn't add my personal story, which I don't really have one for praise to the man. So. It's it's half of it here. Okay. Anyway, it's a, it's a here, it's a here, <laughs> or a, just a him, but it's, it's not a, a hear him. him. Yeah. So anyway, I just found that really 
interesting that there was a, a an original thing and i'll put the uh, i'll give you the youtube link so you can put it in the show notes if anyone wants to hear it it's pretty yeah. cool okay okay all right all right uh what else anything so did uh, you said the 15th of november 15th of november 15th of november all right yeah send in the prayers counting down. all the blessings yeah. all the things yeah please yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Oh, I'll tell you this. I will tell you this, my friend. So I don't often have a uh, kind of nights off because of doing the DJ stuff. DJ events don't typically happen in the morning. You don't <laughs> go to the, Hey, we'd love to hire you to entertain us. Well, unless breakfast. you're, unless you're working for a radio station, then yeah, they yeah, almost yeah. exclusively happen in the morning. Yeah, right? but different. That's a different kind of DJ yeah. pal. I uh, so here is the thing, uh, because of such, um, most of the time when I get home on what would normally be date night, me and the missus, mother and I go out every Friday night on a date. Uh, did you just throw up in your mouth a little bit? Oh, I just coughed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't want to do it in the mic. Ah, looked like you looked like you threw up, uh, but I would throw up <laughs> it went the whole mother and I, whatever. That's a tangent. Uh, I I did an event the other day and it was during the day and I got I got the, the free time at night, which we don't ever have. And my wife had said uh, to me oh, and I right. said to her, hey, let's go out on a date. And then w Utah weather uh, dropped like 40 degrees and we're both like, I don't want to do that. That sounds <laughs> miserable. Let's not go out. Let us be in and be cozy. And you know what I did? What'd you do? Are you ready for this? I'm 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 sitting on the edge of my seat. I made soup. That's nice. I said, I, hey, babe, I'm going to make you soup. What kind of soup? Well, hang on, because she was like, wait, we're not going out and you're just going to make me soup. And I was like, sit back. I'm making you soup. OK, so now I'll answer your question. I made uh, a chicken tortilla soup. Ooh, that's good. Nice and chunky. Yeah, nice and chunky. Warm, a little spicy on the inside with the jalapenos and the whole thing. I'll include a recipe in the show notes. Uh, for that would be this great. Particular thing because it's soup season. Um, Definitely but, soup season. But we liked it so much, and she was so impressed. She's like, "We should do it again." And you know how I know she's not lying because you know how spouses lie to each other to keep the peace. No, I've no, never done I that. No, I don't. <laughs> nope. No, nope. not me. Other spouses. Here. If yeah, my other... wife's watching, I've never. Nope. Yeah. Nev no, never I am always interested in everything she is saying. Uh. I know that she liked it because it's gone. Ah, that's good. She ate it all. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like pretty good. I don't know if I'll be able to enjoy that for maybe if I, if I make it before my surgery, I can enjoy it because after that with the jalapenos and I don't know, I don't know how things are going to be. I'm, I'm just cautious. I think everything's going to be bland for a while and sure. all liquids. Yeah. You know what? It needs to be. Yeah. Don't, don't think you're the exception, please. No, I'm not. Follow, I'm just the, follow the thing. You're doing the thing. My head up. Yep, yep. Yep. You're following the thing. You're doing the thing. Do the things. Otherwise, don't do. Pounds. Otherwise, don't do the thing. I'm down sixty pounds even before I get there. Yeah. So that's my goal. Is to get even, I I want to lose ten more pounds at least before actual surgery. Even though I'm under my surgery weight. So yeah, yeah. Is that technically a fighting weight at that point? it's a depends on if you if if it's the brothers i'll sit on you fighting weight yes yeah. it's still yeah, very perfect. much in that that, <laughs> that way <laughs> let's take a break and when we come back we'll do actual articles of news no temple ticker in this episode uh but the next temple ticker when we do articles of news next tons of temple news i just couldn't corral Corey uh between you know messages and meeting with andrew and we got plenty of news so we'll get to it coming back in the second half of articles of news <laughs> Hi friends, Dan the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops with breaking news. Windows 11 is now here. It's fast and it's beautiful. So let's make sure your computer's ready to run it. Bring your PC into any PC Laptops right now at PCLaptops.com. PCLaptops.com. BestDJinUtah.com is a website that you need to go to if you would like to party with me. Now, just because it says Utah as part of the URL does not mean that it has to be in the state of Utah. I've traveled to such illustrious places as Wyoming, Nevada, Texas, Washington, 
and others, Idaho as well. If uh, if you're having an event and you think, you know what, I would love the energy, the charisma that is Richie uh, to be able to bless the event. I don't know why I said bless. You can hit me up, bestdjinutah.com. Maybe you, you yourself are getting married or has been the case multiple times this year. You are the apparent not a parent, just the parent, uh, or one of the parents, because there's multiple parents. I'm getting distracted. You are one of the parents of the bride or groom, and you think, Richie would be great to be at this event. You can hit me up, bestdjinutah.com. Be sure that you mentioned uh, that you hear it on the cultural hall. I may, in fact, even get you a little bit of a discount. Who knows? We'll see how I feel that day. It's bestdjinutah.com. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. As we make our way back into the second uh, half of Articles of News, that song of which you just heard a, a portion, a hefty portion of, uh, recorded by Ben Abbott. Uh, you can find the link for it in the show notes. Um, that is the original-ish, original-like, almost ad- adjacent to original, because Ben lives in the 21st century and you know, it would have been the 19th century. Anyway, so as much as original that that can be, praise to the man uh, with the change uh, lyrics. One that stuck out to me was the 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 uh, that stained Illinois. I thought that mm-hmm. was interesting. Yeah, that, that was that. What's funny? I was reading about that. that okay, here the, comes the hear him again, everyone. Here the, it ch- comes. the church changed that because there's there's some agreement that they entered into years ago about not disparaging um the the people at that time especially and and so in keeping with that agreement and i i can't remember what the agreement is you history people can probably find it and i could find it if i if i wanted to do an actual hear him mm, yeah um, no just keep doing this half this half this hear half him. one anyway yeah. um they made that change based on that so huh. and then i also learned the community of christ made other changes because they um joseph smith's grandson felt uncomfortable about the nature of, of basically again it the, the song makes it seems like it's a, a, a they're you're deifying or, yeah. yeah of joseph smith and so they made some changes especially it's it's not praise to the man it's praise to jehovah and then it talks about how jehovah called joseph that you know so the community of christ takes it in a different way and it and so they probably won't even re- wouldn't even recognize our version compared to theirs so it's an mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. thought anyway it's got a whole thing yeah yeah a whole thing that and we didn't do a hear him this week yeah maybe that you could do in a hear him and do it right with all the and here you find the things and this is the resource all right Come on. maybe i will someday listen you're gonna have a surgery and have lots of time yeah okay i'll, I'll do this one during that time 
Yeah, you just you you write it out, you study it out, and then and maybe then that'll be, be the first one after my surgery. Yeah, and then you become Old the one. hymn guy. Then people go, "Oh, he's the hymn guy." Hopefully, I'm establishing that anyway. Well, not if you don't do this one. Okay, I'll do this one. Let's but do, I've got a few more since until then. So. Let's do actual articles of news. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose articles of news. And away we go. You know, lots of lists. Lots of lists in today's lists. news. Especially uh, when they're lists of things I'm supposed to do. Oh, yeah? You like that? No. No, you hate the lists of things that you're supposed to do. I, I like this. I like this. This is a list of things that I'm supposed to do. Uh, air quotes around supposed to. Uh, President Nelson was up in uh, Canada to the British Columbia and Alberta saints and uh, gave them six steps to becoming true disciples of Jesus Christ. I won't elaborate as he did, and you'll find the link to this in the show notes, but I think that these are, are food for thought. So many people will accuse this of being, you know, not faith promoting or not uh, a, a source of spiritual guidance, which I, I, I don't ever intend to be any sort of s- spiritual guide or mentor, but people say, listen, there's other I think stuff. we have our moments. You yeah. have your moments. Yeah. yeah. There, there are times, there are things. And here I thought this was interesting and it's a list. So six steps to becoming true disciples of Jesus Christ. Number one, increase your capacity to receive revelation Two, fill your life with truth. Three, refuse to let opposition to truth weaken your testimony. Four, serve and worship in the temple as much as you can. Five, realize just how vital you are to the gathering of Israel. And six, expect joy. I thought that was great. Simple. You can read more about it and you can actually find that talk online. Uh, but well worth it. And I like I like a step talk. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes no, I listen and I go, oh, I feel good. And then I go, oh, what am I supposed to do? But it gives even, you some actual things yep, to act. Okay. Yep, yep. What I like about those is they're they're not so specific that this, like, he's not basically saying that these are the end all be all. These are just six things you can do and they will help you. And they're not so specific that they're, they're like, you know, canceling some people out or whatever. Right, 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 right. So let me let me give you another list. You said you love lists. Oh this is, yeah, let's go. Let's this go for this the is lists. a fo- this may be a little bit of a FOMO list. The fear of missing out. Okay. It's a uh, fourteen classic Latter Day Saint books for your bucket list. So Ooh, is Tales so the, of the Paper Boy on there? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not. Oh dang, I, dang it. Maybe next year. Maybe <laughs> if they if they would have had fifteen, maybe yeah. that would be. Yeah, there. that's probably exactly what. Uh, I want to know how many of these you have read. I'll weigh in quickly. Let us not delay the list. But this is what what I thought was interesting about this list. And bless LDS Living's heart. Uh, as we make our way sort of towards Christmas, they gear up these things where it's like you have like the Book of Mormon and then some random book by a new author that they've just <laughs> released and they put them on the same list. Like, hey, have you considered reading? And you know what they're doing. They're just marketing it and they want to be a little yeah. softer handed. But I think I think that this list will surely have some elements of some of those things. Awesome. But we don't start off that way. Let me start off the list. Jesus the Christ. Have you read it? Absolutely. Twice. Okay. Once have on my mission, really? once once after. Yep. Uh, yeah, James E. Talmage's work. Basically, I read it on my mission. Didn't understand probably 90% of it. Sure. Um, read it again just so I could understand maybe 50% of it. <laughs> uh, how about Truman G. Madsen's uh, Joseph Smith, the prophet? No, but that is on my list of, of yep. books to read. It's Yeah, I'm excited for that. Something. I have not read it, but I listened to it. It is... Oh. There is. A, I never thought a, about getting an audio yeah. book. Oh, it's great. And church audiobooks are the way to go. Deseret Bookshelf is a great option. Consider them this holiday season. Uh, articles of Faith. This is the, not Articles of Faith, like the Articles of Faith, but this usually comes as a companionship book with uh, your Jesus the Christ. It's the so smaller that's, uh, one. So Talmadge, Talmadge. Talmadge. Yep. So I've read most of that. Okay. I th- I've read it more like a reference book. So if oh. there's a topic I've been interested in, I've probably read that section of it, but I don't, I haven't read it cover to cover. Okay. Uh, lectures on faith. Yes. Definitely okay. read that. Uh, a marvelous work and a wonder by elder Legrand Richards. That was probably the very first. I have a really interesting story about that book. My, uh, uh, 
I bar I well I stole that book from my seminary library mm-hmm. when I was a uh, ninth grade. I was reading it, and we weren't supposed to take them home. No, and so we had the this study time thing because it was after lunch or whatever. So I read that, and I was reading it in class, and then things changed, and I didn't want to stop reading it. So I stole it. <laughs> things changed like what? You didn't go to seminary anymore? Or like things changed? No, like you things moved. changed. We weren't able to do. They were no. like we had this 15, 20 minutes at the beginning that kind of was a crossover because of lunch or something weird like that. And and, we, and then that changed. And then I didn't have that 15 minutes. And instead of like hoping to, you know, or going by my own, I just mm-hmm. stole that one. Now, here's the, the sad part of the story. Right, right after I never took it back. Because I felt embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But right after uh, uh, ninth grade ended, my brother was hit and killed in a car accident. Oh, geez. And my seminary teacher showed up to, you know, pay his condolences and let me know everything. And I said, hey, I've got something. So I ran down and grabbed the book. I said, I stole this. <laughs> and he said, you know, why don't you keep that? Uh, you know, and so I still have that book. And it's kind of cool to every time I look at it, I remember that gift back to me. Anyway, sorry. That's an awesome gift back to you. And I also would like to reflect that you said it's kind of awesome that you stole this thing. So kids, (laughs) kids that might be listening. I'm just. Yeah. Please Uh, steal the books from seminary because that'll be good for you. I don't know. It's not. uh, not. How about No Doubt About It? You know this book? No, never heard of that. Sherry Dew's book. No Doubt About It. Oh, no, I have. I have heard heard of that, but I don't. I don't know it. Uh, Counseling with our counsels. This is. Uh, M. Russell Ballard's book. I've read that one. The Second Coming of the Lord. Uh, This was originally published in 1971 by Gerald N. Lund. Became an instant bestseller. Remained continuously in print for nearly 50 years. I have not read this one. I have not read it. Uh, The Joseph Smith Papers. That's one of those I've read snippets of and everything else. And I would like to own all the volumes. I would too. It's thousands of dollars. Yeah. Uh, our search for happiness. Yep, I read that. Yep. On How my about mission. Eve and the choice made in Eden? No, but that one sounds interesting to me. Yeah, it looks like kind of a smaller book too. This is uh, Beverly Campbell. Uh, she suggests in much of the literature and in most of the histories referring to women, there's an undercurrent of apology, as though there is something not quite all right about being a woman. And looking for the source of this unease, I came to recognize that it could be traced to accounts of the creation and to the ever-prevalent and negative characterizations of Eve. So it's called Eve and the Choice Made in Eden. Uh, President Packer's The Holy Temple. Definitely read that. Yep. Taught Uh, from it. Elder McConkie's The Messiah series. I haven't read that, but uh, that is something that I've wanted to. I've used quotes from it, but I've never read it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, and, uh, and, you know, maybe this is one I should uh, look into because I like Chico Okazaki. Uh, Lighten up, finding real joy in life. No, haven't even heard of that one. Is yeah. is that more the one that is? Yeah, that, that, that's one that I think is like, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they were going for the number 14, but but it seems like it's sort of an outlier. That and Sherry Dew's book, a little bit of an outlier of the 14 classic latter-day saint books for your reading list so so along the line since you're talking about that i'll let me tell let me talk about byu law school just unveiled um uh some new paintings of christ by artist jorge coco oh yeah and, and they are gorgeous beautiful and moving and you know it's it's done in a very cubist like picasso kind of style but they I was looking on his Wikipedia page and or not a Wikipedia page, his web page. And I guess the term that people are using is uh, sacro uh, sacro cubist, like sacred cu- uh, cubist, sacred cubist and cramming those two words together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm probably mispronouncing that and making it sound like sacrilegious, but <laughs> sacro cubist anyway. But these are some of, I think, my favorite pictures of Christ and stories from his life ever jorge coco has done an amazing job so yeah i'll uh make sure that article gets you know gets put down there but uh desert news article talks about byu uh, byu is uh, uh their law school is unrailing seven um 
pictures relating to G- different roles in Jesus Christ's life. So. And and Jorge Coco, uh, alive, producing these works. I'm not I'm not sure how his English is. He's Argentinian. Mm-hmm. I would love to visit with him. That he would be a great um, uh, guest of the hall. Yeah, I'm going to throw that out there. If anyone in the universe knows, first of all how his english is and i don't make it now i feel like maybe people are going to be like what are you but but i but i don't know he's argentinian maybe he doesn't speak english i would suppose he probably does but i don't know that so i'm not being inciting i'm not being offensive i'm the in the interview will go not well if i don't understand what he's saying and he doesn't understand what i'm unless there's some sort of translator or something oh yeah we could try that i've never done a translated episode of the cultural hall that could be a thing yeah. Uh yeah, I'd love to do that. Now, I I'm a little bit uh I'm a little bit upset at you uh Mr. Mayor. Did I steal your? No. Nope. Oh. Nope, Uh-oh. but I thought for sure that you No, are... you're not taking my next one. I just was leading it from the other one. Uh, uh okay. I I know where you're going cuz you're yeah. talking about uh Miss yeah, Saigon. Nope. <laughs> I thought what? for sure that would be how you would lead though. So let me go here. Um, we have followed this story since its beginning. Uh, the Clearfield man who uh, said, hey, son, you're going on a mission. And the son's like, no, no, you can't make me. And he's like, oh, yes, you will. No, you won't. Yes, I will. And aggravated assault is what occurred yep. after that. And I know him. Yeah. You know the family. Well, we are finally at an end to this story. Uh, the other day in court, uh Scott Keith Warner, um, he was sentenced to 240 days in jail, the first 90 of which will be in custody. After that, he can participate in the day reporting program along with other standard conditions of probation. Um, This makes me sad, and it's just because I do know the family, and I would be sad anyway, but it even makes it more poignant Mm -hmm. because I do know the family. I know... The, the son, my my nephew lived with us for a while when we were in Ogden. So this 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 kid um, who was choked and my nephew TC got along really well. And so that, the, you know, I, I have some tie to them. And and um, the the wife is related to my my stepsister's husband. And so I have a close tie to them. And I, I just it makes me sad that that it all came down this way that um and 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 but i'm glad that it's getting be i'm glad that it's being finished and i i hope kurt um has the understanding that um that he can repent and change and 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 everything else um i don't haven't seen much from him on facebook since all this happened so but i have seen a lot from his wife and i believe they've separated now if and so Mm. uh, you know that's also an extra sad thing sure 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 all right do you want to take your story that you should have led with but didn't yeah but i was (laughs) i would have led with it but then i just what i just came off i just thought the jorge coco matched coming off of the okay book you match so, tone i'll take that yeah, i'll accept I'll th- that please with and what you so, would have led with i am grateful though that you knew that i would want to take the idea that so you know the christmas concert the the um we they just announced um the miss saigon she was miss saigon on uh on broadway she was the voice of jasmine singing voice of jasmine in the mm-hmm. aladdin mm-hmm. she was the voice of mulan She's um, she was oh, she was in my favorite music of all time, Les Miserables, as um, Eponine. Mm-hmm. She has had a very storied career and is Leah Salonga. She will be performing with the Mormon or the church, the, the Tabernacle. I always do that. The yeah. Tabernacle Choir on Temple Square's Christmas concert, which is probably one of my favorite things of every year, even though I've never physically been to it so i always catch it the year afterwards you've but never been to it i've never been to it super cool you should go oh i know i it's funny my mom went several times because my aunt was is the uh, director of the bell choir and my mom would get tickets to it never once took me nope never one time not your but favorite yet i write articles and blogs about them every year but they're always a year late because it's only <laughs> what i can see on pbs so anyway 
that is that the narrator, which is one of my favorite parts of it, the different narrations that they do, is not been determined yet. So they have not oh, announced really? the narrator yet. Okay. So that is a TBD that is that's come out. So no, another, I'll get another chance to 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 share who the narrator is, unless you do it with uh, um, someone else, some other host. <laughs> Well, well, you can, you know what, I'll let you know that you can do it again, because it's a big enough news story that I think people do. But but that's not the complete um, part of the story that I thought that you would would share, my friend. Which one are you talking about the new the new uh, digital single from the choir? No, No, about how you can get tickets. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. You always you always have something on me. Yep. Um, yeah. So you can get tickets. So is there a different way of getting tickets? Did I miss that part? Well, no, they go, they go up, uh, uh, oh, okay. on That's the like 30th. Normal. Yeah. It's yeah. like normal, but people, you know, this is where you wake up early and then you start to bribe your friends to get on the, the web browsers. Oh, and, and I've done that. I've done I've, my, my sister-in-law and I even, you know, we get on and we've tried to get tickets like that. Never have mm-hmm. it. That's, there's a lot of people requesting tickets, but yeah, I guess the uh, tickets are on tabchoir.org. Christmas tickets. Um, yeah. And a few things about tickets. Registration does not guarantee tickets. Ticket requests are randomly selected once registration is closed. Registering early does not increase your chances of receiving tickets. Each household can only register once and can only request two tickets. All parties will be notified on or before the 14th of November if they've been selected to receive tickets. Once selected, tickets cannot be exchanged for another night. Say it one more time. Nope. The no. whole thing or just the last No, one? just tickets. Ticket. Tickets. 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 Tickets cannot be exchanged for another night. You know, talking about horrible things on the internet, let's share this. Missing the point is what I like to call this, uh, this article. Uh, and and it has since been taken down from the internet. So so hopefully, uh, hopefully m- maybe there's been some learning that has existed. Um, Matthew Watkins, I say his name because well he put it out there, and so it's out there. Um, he is a parent. He is a blogger and a podcaster. Uh, he hypothetically said, if my daughter leaves the church, this is on Twitter at Matthew P. Watkins, if my daughter leaves the church, has an abortion, cohabitates, marries a woman, etc., I will make several things 100% clear to her. Number one, I absolutely love her. So, so far we're good, right? Yeah, okay. Number two, I absolutely oppose her decisions. Okay, we're losing it a little bit. Number three, I will absolutely not tolerate it in my house. And number four, and I think that this is, if there's a humorous part of any of this, the number four should be, I absolutely love her. But because of a spelling error, it says, I absolutely love her. And I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, as you can probably imagine, uh, people did not much, you know, care for this. Um, and so he basically, I love you, but you can't come near me. Maybe we can go to dinner from time to time. Yeah. 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 Or or just like a very hard line where it's like, you are loved, but not here. We, we, we won't accept that. So then, uh, as, as folks do on the internet, they double down. So he goes on to say, bunch of nut jobs upset that I made the crazy assertion that I can both love my kids and set standards for my house. Let me dig into this a bit more and be perfectly clear. Uh, I wrote a lullaby when my first kid was born and I sing it to my children every night. The chorus, you will always be my child. Nothing you or anyone can do will ever change this eternal truth. Always and forever, I love you. Right now, he goes on to say, my daughter is four, so she changes her mind on whom to marry every five minutes. This afternoon, it was her brother. This morning, when she had Cinderella, when she had her Cinderella dress on, it was me. Let's say when she's 19, she decides to marry another woman. What would I say? Quote, 
Your mother and I love you so much. You know where we stand on this. We can't give you our blessing. I don't know if we'll attend the ceremony. If we do, don't let your officiator ask if anyone objects because we will. Politely, but we will. And please don't ask to live with us in the spare room. As you know, we consider our home to be comparable to the temple. We have standards for guests and family members who live here. We are sad that this path, this is... This is the path that will not lead to the future we and God wanted for you, but we love you regardless and would love to have you and your partner visit for game night every week and become good friends with both of you. But you can't stay overnight because yeah. staying overnight yeah, yeah, is yeah. desecrating I, their home temple. It, I, I just, it just flies in the face of every, like you just take the example of Jesus Christ yes, and, how, and everything he was um, throughout his life. This just flies in the face of that. I read nothing in Jesus Christ's life that would ever make it like this. The only the only time he ever expunged people from the house was because they were violating because of monetary they were selling in the temple. Outside of that, he never like sent anyone away from his table, sent anyone away from his everything. And even then he was just just saying Hey, this is not the place for this. Take it outside. Yep. And I guess that's what this guy thinks he's doing. Yeah. But this is just so wrong. Yeah. This is not what this guy. Is. <laughs> that's right. Uh, he he probably thinks he's doing that. That is not what he's doing. Yeah. Well, any yeah yeah I yeah I don't want to make any sort of exception. I I did not care for that. Great that he loves her. I guess maybe in the past we didn't even say that we loved him or her. But man. It just, it, it, it screamed missing the point to me. So I wanted to share that. What else do you have, sir? Well, uh, so we talk about funeral potatoes from time to time, uh-huh. um, in, um, see, is in Illinois, right? The mid century Midwestern cooking is known for its mixture of home cooked meals. Anyway, yep. in, um, in Illinois, there was a, a museum exhibit in water. No, not Illinois, Waterloo, Iowa. Why Illinois? I don't know. Yep. In Waterloo, Iowa, they have a exhibit about funeral potatoes. So if you thought the funeral potatoes were isolated to Salt Lake and the church, that is not true. I but did you, think they were. Um, there is a sim. There's obviously um, we we came. Many of the early saints came from the Midwest, so I imagine there was something along those lines. Now I do I do think that culturally um having them at funerals and all that stuff is yeah utah thing sure is a very much and and i think it's a it's it it speaks to the how the relief society has been um a a sign of of charity and compassion and so i love that tied to it but it isn't just tied to us so it's it's part of the mid-century um uh midwestern cooking um section of the the museum in waterloo iowa and i just found that very interesting oh it's called the grout museum um anyway and it it it's there they're focusing on these mid-century uh, midwestern cooking and uh funeral potatoes is full on fully fully in there mm-hmm. okay i'll take that i think it sounds like i was trying to appropriate our food but oh. or we appropriated nope. someone else's maybe stop it stop Still it no stop it quick news uh morgan county that is a county in the state of utah there is a church that used to be a church of jesus christ of latter-day saints that then they sold to the morgan valley christian church um and it is the only uh church in morgan county of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints that is still in existence um from like its original early 1900s um time uh even though they sold it to the morgan valley christian church it is now up for sale because it is starting to crumble in its older age and uh there are people that are saying that the uh the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints should buy it back and i sort of join them in that it's a beautiful old structure uh the people that are worshiping there now as part of the morgan valley church can't afford to to uh restore it but it was dedicated by President Heber J. Grant. Um, although this article in the Standard Examiner says Herbert J. Grant, so well, editors, that's, editors, that's come perfect on. for the Standard Exam. Yeah, uh, 
it's a beautiful building and I think that we should restore it. You can see the pictures of it in the show notes. Uh, this I thought was interesting. The county commission in, wait for it. Hold on. I got to find out where this is. I know it's in Oregon, but I can't. Uh, they, they, the county commissioners approve filming of Mormon movie is what the, uh, the headline is, is said it's the Tillamook, you know, your, your cheeses and your ice creams. Oh, the yeah, county commissioners uh, approved the filming of a religious movie, a Mormon religious movie, according to this article, at the Bay Ocean Peninsula this last uh, Wednesday in their weekly meeting. Uh, Kent Finley, or Finlay, who is the location manager for the project, said, listen, we're going to do a movie about the Jaredites, and we need this peninsula, and it's perfect. So I, I, I'm I, going to go on record and say this. Um because we never know where some of these places are. The Jaredites uh, landed at the Bay Ocean Peninsula, and it's yeah. great to have this uh, this new knowledge. It's going to be on location. It. Yeah, on location where the Jaredites landed. It's pretty cool. It's a beautiful location. It, this obviously just one of those articles that comes out because... You know, the news gatherers found the uh, the word Mormon and then said, hey, send this to Richie. But this will be a part of the Book of Mormon series, undoubtedly. Um, and then this I thought was an art- interesting article, too. Have you ever been to the Brigham Young Family Cemetery? Do you know where that is in downtown Salt Lake? No, I didn't know there was one. Yeah, I and I forget that it's where uh, Brigham Young is, is uh, buried. And a lot of his I just think of well. that big, huge cemetery where all the apostles are. Yeah, that's Salt, that's the Salt Lake City Cemetery. That's yeah. where you find like the big monolith that is David O. McKay's. Um, like where Porter Rockwell is, I believe he's right, there. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. So uh, adjacent to uh, church headquarters, that is the church office building. Uh, if you go to the east, um, before you reach the condos and or townhomes where um, the prophet lives, between there and the church office building, there is a couple acre property that they have dedicated as a pioneer um, monument. And it also is the Brigham Young Family Cemetery. And they have recently restored it and rededicated it. There are like 70 unmarked graves that are there in the um, on the grounds. Uh, they don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, 40 unmarked graves. Um, so they had to be pretty careful as they were restoring this. It's a beautiful site. It's a great place to just go and have lunch in downtown Salt Lake. It's open. Sometimes they do little concerts there in the summertime. Um, but you can see pictures and hear the story of, of what it was originally, uh, and how it has now been renovated. And it's, it's, it's sort of a, a neat little pocket, um, kind of historical site in uh, downtown Salt Lake when you make your pilgrimage. Because everyone listening to this eventually makes the pilgrimage. You should stop by the Brigham Young Cemetery. What else you got? We only got uh, time for a couple more stories. Uh, I'm out. I'm done. So okay. the rest of them are yours. Uh, I thought this was interesting. This is from uh, the church news that, you know, whenever there are new stake presidents that are called, you can find out who was being released and then who was being called. And they oftentimes will say things like this. So this is the Hyde Park, Utah, North Park stake. Uh, his The new president there is Brad Max Benson. And it says what he does for a living. And then also says uh, the spouse's name. He is the Intel Corporation senior director. Intel, obviously, the tech company. Um, Brian James Stuckey of the Aramo Idaho stake. He's the new stake president. For example, he is the Idaho central credit union mortgage underwriter. Uh, what I found fascinating about this list, um, the new stake president in Baton Rouge, Louisiana is 36 years old and is an Amazon senior operations manager. And the new stake president down in uh, Rogers, Arkansas is 45 years old and is a Walmart senior director. And you can find out about the other jobs, too. And it's not just the American stake presidents. But I always kind of find that fascinating. Because the church is centered in America. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do all the other ones. <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm just kidding. Right? There's a lot of these companies that I would say, and you'd go, I don't even know what what who where, who what that company is, et cetera. Uh, Utah State, this is a couple of weeks old now. Uh, they settled its sexual assault lawsuit for $500,000. You might be wondering... 
you know, what, what that has to do with the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I know that we, uh, appreciated, uh, and by that, I mean, shared and went, uh, we don't appreciate this very much. Um, the comments that were made, um, during this whole thing, uh, uh, from former Utah state police chief Earl Morris, who spent, spoke to members of the football program. Do you remember this story at all? No, remind me. Okay. So, uh, if there are little kid ears listening right now, um, don't or stop or pause or whatever the thing may be. Um, this, this, uh, former police chief at the time was the police chief. He sat down with, um, with the, uh, the members of the football team. And he said, Hey, you guys, uh, you need to be, you need to know about these Latter-day Saint women, you know, cause some of the football players that played for Utah state are not from Utah or are not, um, familiar with the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He's, he then went on to warn the team that Latter-day Saints women may have sex with you, but will often tell their Bishop that the, con- that the encounter was non-consensual because it's easier for them. Morris also said that the women might feel regret for having sex before marriage because it goes against the Mormon faith's teachings of abstinence and told uh, in turn, he told players that women will claim sexual assault as a way to release the guilt of sin. Wow. I don't recall this one. Yeah. Now this was a big thing. And there's actually audio from, um, these team meetings where you hear them talk about that and the players sort of laugh along. Uh, the one thing that I appreciate that he said, um, because I'm always the guy that at the moment, I don't appreciate anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing that the police chief did say, and he was saying it in a way that is horrible and they, that he shouldn't, but, but I do appreciate that. He said, be sure that it is consensual as you engage in sexual activities with anyone be extra sure that it is consensual. And he obviously was being stabby towards, you know, members of church. And I think that that's horrible. I don't have any tolerance for anything like that, but I do appreciate that he was being like, please, obviously make sure that it's consensual. He's trying to warn these guys for that. And if that, that's what his motive behind it was, I, I at least appreciate the motive, but man, the way he, way it makes it sound yeah is poor just, just horrible yep uh this broke uh since we're still on the hey kids aren't listening kind of thing uh there a uh, 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 story about a guy named maurice harker uh this came out in the last couple of weeks um he is uh a therapist uh he is here in the state of utah trying to get an idea of how old he is he's the founder and director of life changing services in farmington utah oh i'm not sure i like that he is a plain spoken heavyset man who's now in his early 50s with intense brown eyes and a swoop of gray hair He's fairly well-known in the LDS community in addition to his private counseling agency. He's also run support groups, including groups for men struggling with pornography, uh, with bishops frequently recommending his anti-masturbation manual, Like Dragons Did They Fight. Sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, So here is what is being alleged. Former patients who spoke to Rolling Stone described him as ultra charismatic and likable. He began each meeting with what's cool about you this week. And with his master's degree in clinical mental health counseling, his former patients felt comfortable discussing taboo topics. He made me come out of my shell a little more than others had in the past, said one. Chard, that is the person who is alleging um, this against Harker, uh, met with him on a weekly basis, which after a few years increased to multiple times a week and then daily because, she says, Harker told her she was not improving with treatment. They spoke about her depression and anxiety and history of suicidal thoughts. And Chard says Harker began telling her that all of her negative thoughts, negative thoughts could be attributed to a demonic influence. Occasionally, she would disassociate during sessions, a habit that she had developed following her sexual abuse that she refers to as going to a spot in her head. This happened not with him, but part of the reason she was receiving treatment back in 2015. In an eight-minute 
audio recording of a 2019 session, Chard can be heard choking and attempting to speak. A man Chard identifies as Harker is saying at the seven minute mark, have you had a blast? Are you proud of yourself? According to a police report, Chard filed in May 2021, the details in which she confirmed in her conversations with Rolling Stone, Harker would do this multiple times a session with her coming to his office three or four times a week for years. That's right. Choking her. Therapeutic choking. Yeah. She got a black eye from being jostled by his elbows. She claims she sustained a broken thumb in one of their sessions. She says Harker urged her not to tell anyone about what happened in the sessions. After each one, he would apologize for the demon inside of her and promise she'd never let the demon force her to reveal Harker's tactics. Oh, man. That's just... I was thinking it was going down a different way. Yeah. Uh, But that is out of left field. That just doesn't... That's terrible. Well, and as a hard rule, and again, this is just alleged, so maybe, you know, maybe none of it's true. But here, here, here is a hard rule that like, I feel like, um, I don't know. Tell me what you think about this. Like if ever anyone says, Hey, and don't tell anyone this. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. Yeah. If that's, if that's the part of the conversation, yeah, then, uh, it's probably something you should tell yes, right away. Always kids to another adult parents to other parents. You know, there's there's a difference between tattling, which is basically, um, you know, telling stuff that isn't your information to tell and then telling your information. And this is your information. This is something happening to you. If someone says, don't tell like that, I'd tell, tell That's the tell. Absolutely. If someone uh, and if it isn't your information to tell, if it's if something's happening that's hurting someone, that's also a good time to to tell, even yeah. if it's not your information. Yeah, you know. Ugh. Sorry, everybody. It's part. It's part of the news, and I don't I know. know. I guess, I guess I feel on some level. Now I wish we had a. a I had a had another more Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Listen, I've got I've got a list. We can leave on a list. We started on, on a list. Let's end on a list. Let's leave right? it on a list. All right, here you go. Where in the world are the church's 10 MTCs? Did we do this story already? I don't think we did. 10 empty what? 10 MTCs, as in missionary training centers. I was thinking empty Cs, like S-E-A. Like the Red Sea, like the Dead Sea. I was thinking like, uh, like, you know, Cs that don't exist anymore. They're just basically, anyway, sorry. How many uh, MTCs, that is missionary training centers, did the church own at one point? In the height of its owning missionary training centers, how many were there? I would say 15. Uh, 17. Ooh, I was close. Yep. Uh, So now, where in the world are the 10 MTCs that still exist? I know there's one in Brazil. I know there's one in Mexico. I know there's one in New Zealand and Provo, obviously. And I'm out. So I know four. Okay. (laughs) Uh, There, You missed the one in Bogota, Colombia. That makes sense. Uh, that was built in and dedicated in uh, 1992. And it's okay, I suppose, that you forgot it because it's set to close its doors in 2023. So it'll only run that 31 years there. Uh, you missed the one in Preston, England. Oh, I didn't know there was one. In yep. England. I thought they all came to the U.S. <laughs> uh, Ghana. Okay. Uh, that one not closing anytime soon as the work there is going like crazy. Mexico City, Mexico, like you mentioned. Auckland, New Zealand, like you mentioned. Uh, Lima, Peru. Oh, cool. Uh, Manila, Philippines. That makes sense. Johannesburg, South Africa, which I didn't know. I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, the South Africa MTC opened its doors in 2003 with just 14 missionaries. Today, the MTC shares a building with the South Africa Johannesburg Mission and has a capacity of just 38 missionaries uh, who learn and study and may be trained in English. English as a second language or Malagasy. Provo. And then here we go. These are former MTC locations. There used to be one in Tokyo, Japan. There used to be one in Seoul, South Korea. Didn't there know used, that. There used to be one in Santiago, Chile. I had heard that at one point. In Madrid, Spain. 
in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Guatemala City, Guatemala. So there you go. There's a little that that's a little that's a cheery note at the end of this thing. That's much better than how we the were choke, end it. The yeah. choking therapy. Now you brought it up again. <laughs> uh we hope that this episode, Andrew, and I'm stalling so you can pull it up because I know you don't have it pulled up. I'm gonna go for it. Has nourished and strengthened your body. And that if you are not healthy enough to listen this week, you'll be healthy enough to listen next week. And that when the time comes, you will be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites Podcast will be saving a seat for you on the back row of, of the, the cultural, cultural hall. hall. You did it. I did it. I'm so proud. I think it's because I we you went into it and I wasn't freaking out before you went in. That is calm mind. Save me a seat, it's sure to be neat. On the back row, we really gotta go on the culture hall show.